Coops, here we are. It's another Eagle podcast. And I've been joined. We've gone international. He's taken on coronavirus head on. He doesn't <laughs> care. He's out there. He's, he's the tip of the spear. Uh, Russ from Green Brewer Coffee. How are you doing, Mucker? I'm very good. Thanks for having me, bro. Um, very, very good to have you on. How is the rest of Europe holding up with the corona onslaught? Yeah, it, mate, there's bodies dropping everywhere. It's basically, <laughs> we've just taken over Belgium. We own Belgium now, so it's, it's awesome, mate. Um, <laughs> you know what, mate? It's just, uh, I don't know if they care as well. Obviously, Italy care as much, but I don't think they care as much over here. Um, it's just, it, it is what it is. It's the flu. Yeah, yeah. In breaking news, the flu. Um, yeah. I once, I once knew a guy who did a, a PFT in eight minutes with the flu. Um, so I'm not like, so I think about it. Do the man yeah. laugh, laugh nine, in under nine minutes. Effort. <laughs> uh, I think there's a lot of media hysteria going on and, and, and they've got a lot to answer for because uh, yesterday someone accused me of not taking it very seriously. And I was like, well... Dude, I fought the Taliban twice, so um, maybe I've just got a different outlook on life. You know yeah, I mean? man, it's, yeah, it's what you're absolutely bang on, dude. It's like the media are, are, are causing a frenzy with it. You know, the stuff they're coming out with. It's like people, like I like I'm not mega into football, but I've seen that the, the Premier League have banned the football players from shaking hands before and after a game, and it's like we, we like you, you, you're striking fear into like everyday people who are going to be too scared to leave that. It's like. If when you look at the numbers, and like, granted, I'm not a scientist or I'm not someone who's like mega clued up, so I probably shouldn't be gobbing off too much about it. But nah, just go for it, man, gob off. I, I... It's, 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 it's the flu, isn't it? it and, yeah. and ultimately, when you look at the people which have died, and it, and it is a tragedy and it is sad that people have died, they've been elderly people who have got underlying health issues. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's, exactly, it's exactly that. That's what it is. It's, it's a respiratory problem. Um, and you know, if you're elderly with, with other health conditions, you are in risk, just like the few on, the, on pneumonia, or if you're very, very young and you've got an underdeveloped immune system. Um, and yet, it's been made out to be like, you know, oh, um, don't shake hands and don't do this and don't do that. It's like, come, come on. Like, you know, let's, let's have a bit of realism about it. I mean, I mean I'm, all, I'm all for it, me, mate. I, I'd crack it and I'd still be out there doing my training for me hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just... I just call it coronavirus. Completed it. Yeah, I just call it resilience training. Yeah, there you go, mate. Um, I'd have a bit of David Goggins on in the background, and I'd be like, "Yeah, coronavirus day three, twenty k. Here we go, straight in." And twenty k, it's a rest day. So yeah, you know, it's, there you go. Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's mental. Um, well, I'm glad you um, I'm glad you've took over Belgium. I hear the chocolate's good. Um, so yet to be sampled, but yeah, we're, we're, we're working on it. So, um, obviously, most people probably know you from the mega coffee that you produce. Um, are you the Pablo you. Escobar of the coffee world? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not too sure about that, like, but um, yeah, so uh, yeah, Green Beret Coffee is kind of uh, is my little baby as such. And um, I, what can I say? I, I like coffee and uh, it's, it's a great platform to put it out there and, and, and people which drink our coffee genuinely say it's great coffee. Some people even said it's the best coffee they've ever had. Uh, so we'll, we'll take that. That's, that's a great accolade. How, 
How did you get into coffee? Was it during your time in the Marines when it was just like force fed into you? Like, yeah, coffee, where, where, where? Uh, every, every single moment of the day. <laughs> yeah, but well, you know what the cause like, you know, we, we're dicing up a wet like every, every half hour, <laughs> uh, you know. So um, we don't do any other work. Um, I, I heard it, I heard, I think it was Big Phil Campion, or one of, the, one of that crew was talking about an operation they were on. And in, in the middle of a firefight, um, there was like a bit of a lull in the battle and, and one of them said, I looked over and Lado, Lado was getting the Cormier fashion. <laughs> yeah. That must have been desperate times to get corned beef gash on the yeah. go, Jesus. Yeah, I'm getting, anyone want a tea? He's like, we're in the middle of a firefight. He's like, anyone want a tea? And I was like... That's it, bro. It's, it's the mentality, in it? Yeah, yeah. Just, absolutely. Just taking it in his stride. Anyone want a tea? We're in the middle of a firefight here. Yeah, but, yeah, but NATO... <laughs> And I think this might be the this might be the last best cup of tea you ever have. So yeah, crack on. Just just go for it, innit? Um so how does it work? Obviously, we'll get on to obviously the, the lifestyle that you've chosen at the moment, but how do you run a business without actually sort of being located? Being hands-on. Yeah, being lo- in, in one sort of area. Okay, That's- so um yeah, so basically we we have a team in place and I'm I'm helped by by family members as well. So in terms of running the business, as long as I've got my laptop and, a, and an internet connection, I can basically do the marketing for it. I do, uh, I basically run the, run the business itself from wherever I am. Obviously, the, the hands-on stuff is taken care of by my family and, and the team in place. So as long as we've got good communication skills going on and everyone knows what their job is as such, then it takes care of itself. And it, it you know, everyone's, if it's working so far, so we're, yeah. we're happy. I mean, uh, that's, that's a great point that you've made there. The, the new modern entrepreneur, businessman, businesswoman, what, what do you realistically need? You need a, 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 an idea, uh, a mobile phone, maybe it's a laptop, and, and, and that's it. You, you, you're on. Do you know what I mean? You can, you can get on LinkedIn, you can get an Insta, Facey. And that's you can, it. You can launch it. So um, how does the sort of, is it sort of, uh, I want to say, command and control element come into it? Like, do, do you test everything? Like, obviously, you don't uh, test every single batch that goes out, out of the office. But sort of, when you get the idea for a new roast, how, how does that form? How do you, how do you go how do you record with that? Okay, so to, when you come up with, like, a new blend as such, it, it's quite a long process. And it's not, I don't know, like, I was, I was really sort of naive before the whole sort of, like, go into this sort of like world you know i thought you just yeah. put a few different coffee beans together and, and, and you're there it's a complicated yeah. process so we we don't tend to do anything while i'm out of the country so we're obviously we're out traveling the so we do yeah. have other things which we can work on like i'm very lucky that my wife uh she doesn't do it anymore but she's a trained graphic designer oh, so when nice. it comes to working on the website or we're coming up with ideas for uh t-shirts or for stickers we can do it in-house if we can't do something in-house we tend to we tend to go put it out like an external sort of like uh, agency. Um, so there are things we can do while we're, while we're away. And then when we get back, so we're going to be back in the UK in April, that's when we'll get a bit more hands on for a couple of months while we're back in the UK, we'll start pinging ideas and we'll start doing stuff because we're there and in person and we can, we can get this stuff cracked. But yeah, it's just, it's managing, managing your sort of like your time in country as such to get stuff done. Um, but yeah, it, you know what? It's just, it's, it's making it work, isn't it? It's finding a way as such yeah. uh, and not coming up with excuses. Yeah, um, excuses. That's, that's what holds people back. Is that what you're drinking right now? Bosh. Straight a bit of shameless plug in there. Yeah, yes. I, I had to get it in. Uh, I was going to do it really slow-mo, but... Yeah. 
Yeah. No, Look at it's... this Essence Balls guy drink that yeah. coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, it's good to see. And there seems to be um, an explosion, doesn't there, of um, not just veteran-owned coffee tea companies, but like everywhere you go now, Johnny Costa is all over it, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Like everywhere you go. And I, I can't seem to pinpoint the moment where I was like, there was definitely not a Costa. And now everywhere I turn, generic chains. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I had a guy on the show a few months ago who owns this awesome coffee shop in my local town. And, you know, I'm in there probably quite a lot. And I'm like, when did it kick in this? Like, everyone drinks coffee now and everyone's like, oh, yeah. a latte and, and let's all go for a latte. And it's like, it's almost like this new boom, isn't it? I know it's been around a long time. Yeah, it's, it's like Starbucks and Costa made coffee fashionable. Mm. It's like, instead of going down the pub for a, for a pint, people were like, I'm going to go down the coffee shop, whichever one you're choosing. And they, they you know, and they take, especially, mm. uh, you know, in today's modern world where it's got free Wi-Fi. So you see people, I know the old joke is like uh, novelists go down there and spend 17 hours a day in a coffee shop while sipping on one coffee using the free Wi-Fi and that. But, you know, it's kind of like, it, it's just a fashionable thing to be doing now, whether you're young, middle-aged or old. And um and maybe it's, I don't know whether it's, you know, if you look at co the comparison to like energy drinks as well with Monster and Red Bull, people are kind of searching for maybe that little bit of buzz. And when you're mm. drinking strong coffee, you are kind of getting that energy buzz or, and people want to feel good. Maybe I'm just reading a bit too much into it, but yeah. No, I think you're right. And it reminds me of a thing I did a few weeks ago. I, I always meet people and um, I sort of got a meeting and it got pushed back. And by the time the woman got to me, I'd had about seven or eight <laughs> And she walked in, I was like, right, this is what we're going to do. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got an awesome idea for you, let's go. <laughs> yeah. The, everything, the whole range just opened up and she was like, whoa. Yeah. And she's like, oh, wow, you're really passionate. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just off my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really, really, really caffeinated right now. She's like, do you want another drink? I was like, yeah, just water because I'm off my box. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, he's, awesome. He's, he's gone all in on this. Um, so... <laughs> How much sort of, how, where did the idea come from for, for Green Brewer Coffee? And, and how, much, how much more work has it been than you thought? Did you think, yeah, I'll, I'll do this. Then the car will phone me up and they'll go, right, Russ, we'll have a fucking million bags mucker. Um, squared away, job done. Yeah, still waiting for that phone call. Um, <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, so basically, it was, the idea came to us uh, about four years ago. Uh, me and me and my wife were, were sat chatting, and yeah. uh, as I was, I was still working in the security industry at the time. Yeah. So we never moved on it. Yeah, we were we were kind of like, oh, it's a good idea, but you know, we, we I was so busy working in the security, and, and Gibbo was doing her thing, that we never moved on it. And then it was actually, uh, as the the old saying goes, there's no security in security. Yeah. So um, I got I got uh, a fastball, as in like, oh, basically you you due back at work tomorrow, but the contract's winding down we don't need you. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, that's awesome. So I had to start the process of looking for a new gig. And I thought, you know what, I've got, I've got a bit of time on my hands here. Why don't we just kind of, why don't we just start making a, a few phone calls? Why don't we just start doing a bit more research on, on the internet and that and see what's actually involved. And then before you knew it, we were kind of like, wow, we're, we're rolling with this. And then, um, yeah, that was it. it. Just, it just, it went from there. And, uh, we, I still went out and I, I got onto a new contract because I wasn't going to put my whole sort of like future on yeah. this, business which was still like hadn't even launched yet as such yeah. and then uh we just ran it from there and we just we started building and and yeah it's, it's yeah 
and, and there's a there's a definite explosion within the veteran-owned community um, of sort of uh, beverage, tea, coffee companies. Um, obviously, uh, Tactical Tea, uh, Alex Miller. That's that's a, a big entity. Um, and contact is it contact? I know there's quite a few. I think maybe it's contact coffee. I see them quite a lot. Um, they're they're really visible. I think those two lads are Royal Marines, aren't they? They're they're ex bootnecks, or they might still be bootnecks. Yeah. So basically, there's 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 a lot of companies out there now, and I think Contact Coffee were very. You can call it lucky, or you can say they've seen a gap in the market. They were the purple cow in the UK for yeah. for military coffee as such. So over in over in the states, you had Black Rifle, yeah. and I think the two lads went. There's a, there's a there's a market here, yeah, yeah. and they jumped all over it. And and it's fair to say they are the in the UK they're the market leaders as such. Yeah, no, um, and 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 that's the thing. And we, we talked about it before coming on air. Um, someone who we both listen to, Gary V, says you either got to be first or you got to be the best. That, that's it, man. And, and, you, and, and that's it, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, yeah. And if you don't listen to Gary V, <laughs> then you know the man. The man just drops knowledge bombs every every two minutes. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, if it blows my mind. Um, if I meet someone like I've gone to meet social media people, marketing companies, etc., and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I was listening to this guy Gary V, and I remember it clearly. This one, this one guy was like. Who's Gary V? And I almost just fucking got up and went, see there, mate. I'm like, you, <laughs> you, you're in marketing and you don't know who Gary V is. And you, I was like, wow, uh, you know. And I, and I get it. Maybe he's not for everyone's taste, but everything he says, you can relate to any business. It doesn't matter what the business is. It's, it's relatable. Um, and one thing I see about, like, your brand is sort of very, very personal. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, you know, I spoke to you on Instagram first and you got back to me straight away. Like, you don't believe your own hype. And I think that's where a lot of people, they, they fall down. They, 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 they think, oh, I've got 8,000 followers on Instagram. Let me tell you what that means. It means fucking nothing. There you go. Right there and then. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's, um, it's something which, uh, as, as over the years, I've kind of, I've learned about myself and I've had other people say to me is it's, it's all about building communities. And I, I think I, and I, I, I take great pride in that. So yeah, you know, you, you can turn around and you can say like green beret coffee company, if you want to do the numbers on Instagram, on Facebook, yeah, we're not, we're not the biggest, we haven't got like 40,000 followers, but one thing which I am trying to do and, and I'm, you know, is, is get back to people is form relationships with people. These are people I've never, like me and you have never met in person. Yeah, yeah. No. And due to the, due to the power of social media, we've, we've, we've met each other. We're now doing a podcast. You know, yeah. when I'm back in the UK, I've already said to you, let's, yeah, let's yeah. hook up because we're both training for these ultras. Yeah. Let's get, let's get, you know, build relationships. And that's something from, from Greenberry Coffee Company and, and as, as you know, the, the nomadic veteran, which I'm keen on doing is, is forming communities. And that, that, without going off on a tangent, that's why CrossFit's done so well. Yeah, it's because it's not just going to a gym. It's it, people have formed these communities and like, yeah, what, what are we doing today? And they're, they're there mm. for each other. And I think that's what people are lacking in today's world is they want to be part of something. Mm. And and I think social media can be a really good platform for that. And if it's coffee, which brings us together and we have a bit of a chit-chat, awesome. No, you, you've touched on a few great points there. Um, you've, got to build, you've got to build a community and you've got to make people feel like they belong to the community. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and predominantly, that's what it's all about. And, and somewhere along the line, we, I think we've lost a little bit of focus because... Um, like, 
following on Instagram and, and likes and all that, honestly, I think it's proper Chad. I do. I think it's really, really like this whole like follow, unfollow game. It just blows my mind. I just think like, what does that, if your strategy is follow, unfollow, you have no strategy because predominantly I've used micro influencers before to see just what they have an effect on. And to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I've never really truly been blown away. Do you know what I mean? I've never gotten, yeah. out, you know, because I'm associated to them, I've gained an extra, you know, couple of hundred followers. It's never really happened. So I, I sometimes wonder, do people overvalue themselves? Have you ever gone down that route of sort of thinking, oh, I'm going to get like duty, duty blonde to like drink a coffee? Do you know what I mean? And see how it goes from there. <laughs> um. Oh no! You know what? Honestly, we, we haven't gone down that route. Um, it, it's it's a difficult one because you know when you when you do look at certain brands and they've got certain people holding certain products, it it will do well. Uh, it, it, I guess it all comes down to what your what your mission statement is. Uh, for me, it, you know, I like connecting with people. I, I love chatting to people. I love getting to know people. Uh, and I'm not trying to make myself out to be a saint here. I'm just you know that for us was to was to provide a service of, of great taste and coffee and and you know forming a community and that well yeah so no it, that's a long-winded way of answering that no no no, no, <laughs> no. It, most it, of the time it'll be most of the time it'll be me in a photo with my bald head holding a cup of coffee yeah. and it's like look yeah, yeah. this is as real as it gets yeah because i've listened to gary v talk about influencers before micro influencers I'm always willing to sort of see, do you know what I mean? Like try it and and, and sort of see where it goes. Um, but I, I truly believe it's, it's the normal people on the ground saying, oh yeah, you know who's awesome, so-and-so. Like I think that's what gets people in um, more so than people just, you know, randoms just standing there with your T-shirt. I mean, I had someone quote me saying, if you give us a T-shirt, it's 500 quid for a post. I was like, oh, what? All right, it's do you know what I mean? I'm like, wow. Yeah. There's, and the thing is, as well, they're established. So obviously, it's working. Obviously, there there is companies prepared to, um, you know, pay pay that sort of money to do that. Um, I'm just, I'm just not sure it, it's it's the right mold for everyone. But it's. Is that it's, is that not maybe a is that not a, a short term is that not like a short term fix instead of a you know playing the long game as such yes and in the in, in the immediate aftermath you probably your your followers your likes will, will burst up but long term will those same people still be following you a year down the line two years down the line or, or whatnot yeah no that's a great point but I, I always ask I always ask people what the best Yorkshire three peaks time is um, and they're like well, what, why does that matter I'm like well because it matters. I mean, yeah. Um, I, you, and again, you don't need a lot of people following you. You just need the right people. Do you know what I mean? You just need that. Absolutely. Core, you just need that core audience and, and, and people with the same core values of you um, to, to, to go out there and, and to try. Uh, and, and eventually, you know, it, it, it does shine through. Um, I want to sort of talk to you about LinkedIn um, because I find that a really interesting platform and I feel like there's loads of people who don't really get it and realistically they spend too much time on Facey and Insta and completely rev off uh, LinkedIn but I switched t- tactics on Gary Vee uh, as sort of you know advice on his podcasts mm-hmm. um, you know 
I'm really making good moves on LinkedIn. Have you? Is that something you've looked into? Or you know what? I'm going to be one of those people which says I haven't. Um, yeah. It's not because I haven't heard great things about it. Uh, it's just like when when I first come across LinkedIn a few years ago, before even the coffee business and that, it was it was like a it was like a business directory as such. Mm. Uh, and now, whenever I've logged in, oh, I get friend friend requests as such. Yeah. It yeah. just seems to turning into like the next Facebook. You can post stories and that, and it's and you know, and if it works for you. But yeah, I, to be honest, I don't really touch LinkedIn. Yeah, uh, and I, I wouldn't even know where to begin with it. To be honest, yes, I've got a profile on that, but yeah, I'd be better off speaking to someone like you, and you could be like Russ. Yeah. you need to get on this, and you need yeah. to start doing ABC because then I'd be like, oh, cheers, dude. <laughs> and, and I will, and I'll, and I'll say this, Russ. There's, there's um, other sort of beverage companies and food companies, you know doing big things on LinkedIn is there? And, and all you have to do is you just have to work out, am I going straight up the hill to assault the bunker or am I going to come around the left flank? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just got to create yeah. a good way of doing it to take the objective. Um, and everyone's super keen to connect. Like um, the guy who started grenade bars is on there and he's proper. I mean, he's, you know, talk about team winning. Um, but, I've had a conversation with him before via sort of um, LinkedIn messenger. And that's like the guy who started Grenade. I mean, he's there. Yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, he's bossing it. But I, I think it's a great platform. Um, another one which I, which I sort of, I wish I never went so hard on it straight away because I feel a bit of a tip now. Um, but I got on TikTok really early, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know what TikTok is, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I really, really loved it. And then it just turned into an absolute, turned into the Wild West. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, some of the videos are, are, are absolutely bonkers on there. And there's no, because the platform is so keen for the grow, it just seems mm. to be like, you can have so much. I put a, um, a bit of a nine second video on there of me just basically telling people how it was going to be. Uh, and end up getting like, 37,000 views. And I was like, really? I was like, what, nine seconds of me telling people to wind the next in and it's got like the reach was unbelievable but some of the, some of the things so far I mean you got I mean I keep getting people asking to see me feet will I send them pictures <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like nah nah sorry <laughs> mate that's awesome yeah but it's a it's a weird platform it'll work itself out and it'll get a bit more sort of control but the moment mate it's like the OK Corral down there mate. You need chaos <laughs> it's it's like it reminds me of like, and I don't know what it was like in the Marines, but ever we used to finish an exercise, we always used to have like a, a smoker, like a, a, ba- a barbecue and a piss up at the end of it. And then, yeah. then everyone used to try and chin the CO. <laughs> that's what it's like. Fair one. That's what it's like. It's madness. And I'm just like, I'm just going to stay off that for a bit and just concentrate yeah. on the old LinkedIn. Now, um, it's, you've you've made you you and your wife have made an interesting choice um, to just go for it, and and it, and it interests me because we talked before the show about having the courage to do what you truly want. So tell the world. Uh, all right, so um, it started a couple of years ago. I'll try to keep it as short and as condensed as possible. <clears throat> uh, so a couple of years ago, uh, me and my wife, we've always been looking at different sort of like, do we want to emigrate? into a different country a different way of life and uh i was on leave from a contract at the time and um, my yeah. missus said look you need to watch this documentary on netflix called uh, minimalism 
and uh, I did the yeah, I did the old like yeah, all right, I'll watch it. I wasn't really interested, and we we put it on. And I tell you what, I, I had that light bulb moment where I was like, this whatever they're saying is just speaking so much sense to me about how we just we, we turn into consumerism, uh, consumers, and and we're just constantly looking for that next big fix, whether it's the latest iPhone, the newer, a bigger car, faster car, a bigger house, which you don't need a bigger, etc., etc. Yeah. So um, we started looking into different ways of life and uh, the missus sent me a link uh, to a van lifer, basically someone who travels, but potentially travels the world, not all the time. Someone who just yeah. basically lives in a van, is, lives a nomadic lifestyle. And uh, that led us down a rabbit hole of eventually selling our home uh, oh. August last year, 95% of all of our belongings. <laughs> and we moved into a van. Uh, so... Uh, you could call us pikeys now, essentially. Um, and then, uh, and we, 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 we travel the world. So at the moment, we're, we're over in mainland Europe. And it's about, it's, about, it's about seeing the world, obviously, because that's what we're doing. But it's also about a different way of life and knowing that you don't have to get into that cycle of get a job, get a mortgage, be working a job which you potentially don't really like and you don't like the people you work with to pay a mortgage in a house which you don't get to live in very often it's all about having a, an audi instead of uh, you know, a, 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 it's essentially the same car as a i don't know a renault maybe but it's got a different badge on it it's just we, we're out of that cycle and we we're living life on our terms now and uh we love it to be honest that's that's uh, there's there's a lot to be said about that because I know loads of people who are dead unhappy and and the thing is, people think by buying more stuff that that'll make them more happy, um, and it, and it, and it's just not the case. Do you know what I mean? Because the the root of the problem is is stuff doesn't make it doesn't make people happy. Um, it's it's the life that you choose and the people who you choose to work with because. I hit like I really dislike this whole. I'll I'll do it next time, but next mm. time isn't, next time is not guaranteed. Like, what's wrong with today? What's wrong with now? Do you know what I mean? Like, what, yeah, you know why aren't you having a crack now? And you know you you've talked about. Um, we'll go on to this actually. You you've talked about your ultras, and and I'm doing something very similar. And I always say to people, every year you should set yourself something that terrifies you, either physically business, whatever it is, it's something that's a date that's in the diary that's closing every single second of every single hour. And if you do not train or you do not work hard and you get to that date and there's an answer and it's called fail. And, and uh, it's okay to fail as long as you've given a thousand percent. Do you know what I mean? But so many people who just, who just phone it in and they fail before they even leave the car park. I say to people, hardest part of any day is turn up in the car park. After that, it's left foot, right foot, um, and, and until it's over. So yeah, I, I I think you're bang on. I think I, I I genuinely feel like the issue is people don't want to be because of the fear of failing is so high, especially in today's world where you have social media and every single person's fail is probably caught on camera for the whole world to see and get mocked about. People are so people don't want to risk anything anymore, so they live it safe, whether that be in terms of. They're doing a job they don't like instead of actually chasing their dream. Maybe they want to be a vet, and but you know what? It's too expensive or they're, they're finding an excuse not to follow their passion as such. They're just working in a job which they genuinely hate. Or whether it's be something physical where they're like, I could never do that. It's like, hang on, you've got the same body yeah. as anyone else. Yeah, you might have, it might be certain physical attributes which you're more accustomed to. So maybe 
running 100 miles, you might find it harder. Yeah. But that's not to say you can't still do it, dude. You might not be the very best in the world at it, granted. But it's not about being the best. It's about taking part and proving something to yourself and pushing yourself out of that comfort zone as such and finding out who you really are. That's the way I look at it. No, that's a, that's a great point. And you, and you sort of touched on um, social media. Like No one ever puts their failures on social media. No. There's no one ever duty duty story on them on. There's an Insta like, oh, I've got three quid in the van. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Hashtag me, me and the missus had a massive argument last night. Our, our relationship's going down the pan. It's like <laughs> no one puts that on there. It's always like, uh, oh, we've got the perfect life. We've got the perfect children who are getting A's in school. It's like, your kids are probably little gits and yeah. they're probably like causing chaos at home and shit, you know, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's a, it's a funny one because not like I, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm far from it. Um, but there's a lot of people out there. I mean, if you look at someone's Instagram account or whatever, and they think, Oh my God, like to look at say, mine, say, does he even have a house, this guy? Is he just out? Yeah. There? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I still have to do the big shop. Um, you know, all of that normal Monday, and I still have to go down Asda and fight through duty, duty milk war, <laughs> and all that sort of carry on. But I choose when it's my time. I choose not to sit in my underpants and eat Cheetos to feel sorry for myself and say I'm going to start next week. Like, mm-hmm. and we all have that moment. You know what I mean? Like people say to me, "Where do you find the time to go out all the time?" I'm like, "Where do you find the time to go and get lashed, spend two hundred quid?" do a bit of sniff in the toilet and then write all day Sunday. Mm. Like there's always money for destruction, but there's never money for development. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I know loads of people say to me, oh, I'd love to come out with you, but some of your stuff's a bit pricey. I'm like, how much you spend on the lash last weekend? Oh yeah, but it's different. Different how? Because how is it? It's not different. It's, the mindset is different. Like now I wouldn't spend, you know, I haven't drank personally. I, I don't drink anymore. Um, and, the, the thought of lashing money on beer now, I, I just feel like, oh, I could have had a set of new scarves. Yeah, I could have had a new you're, you're literally pissing it away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's like, I'm, I, like uh, we like to eat really healthy, like yeah. me and my wife. And, uh, and people always turn around and go, oh, eating healthy is so expensive. It's like, one, it's not that expensive. And two, hang on, have you got an iPad, an iPhone, uh, all these like, gadgets yeah. which cost yeah. now for like an iphone it's like a thousand quid or something is it for a, a decent one yeah but you, you've got the money to spend on that and to go out the lash and that but to buy fruit and veg is what <laughs> a little bit out of at the budget is it yeah you know, so no, no you, you, you again it's it's a great point and it's that thing of we've been conned do you know what i mean we have we're, we're having our pants pulled down and our bellies tickled by these bang on bro to say you know, I've just gone out of contract with my phone and now my phone bill is like £3.50 a month. And EA are like, are, are like, I'm sure there's a bloke now in my tree line. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's looking in, do you know what I mean? Send him an email now, he's in the garden. <laughs> yeah, he, he, needs it. he needs the minutes. Yeah, he, he needs an S10. And I get phone calls all the time. You're out of contract. Yeah, no, I'm loving it. I'm on three fifty a month. Yeah, but if we get you a new S10, I'm like, how much? Uh, it'd be, it'd be um, £65 a month. I'm like, nah, I'm just not interested in it, dude. I'm like, what's so good about it? Ah, the camera. I'm just like, what's it, what's it to my half time? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Mate, I, I had to ring up, I had to ring up EE the other day. We've, we've had a few issues because me, me and my wife are both on EE. Uh, yeah. Not EE, sorry, that's a complete lie. We're on three. 
Uh, well, they own them, don't run they? Run three. Sorry? I think they own them, don't they? Oh, do they? Oh, I didn't know that. Probably. Probably. They're all, yeah. Uh, so we, I just ring him up and I was having to make a smallie, just a smallie complaint uh, about a couple of things. So bear in mind, I'm calling them up to complain and they're like, right, yeah, okay, understand that. Would you be interested in getting an upgrade? And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm calling you to complain. I'm not trying to get like a new phone or to extend my contract. Like you obviously don't understand what's going on here. So yeah, yeah man, it's crazy. Yeah, that, well, I think that's uh, that's consumerism. Um, you are a part of. Are you are a part of Veteran on UK, aren't you? I believe so. Yes. Right. Uh, we 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 started with them a couple of years ago. I think when they were still very much in the building process. Well, um, obviously Scott Johnson, the old chief, chief of it all. Um, I think what we were talking about before, what he's doing there, how he's forefront in this whole veteran community, um, put stupid regimental. Um, you know, oh, I was, in, I was in this and I was in that and we were better than you. Like, put all that to one side because it's all finished. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's got its place, but it, that's all done. And I think this whole sort of veteran-owned community, um, I, I'm excited for us because I truly believe in the next sort of three or four years, they will be the guy. Um, and, and I think it'll be Nick from Hidden Valley Bushcraft, if I'm honest. I, I think, yeah. I think what he is doing is absolutely 10 out of 10. Like, this is how much he is everywhere. The other night I came home and went in the bread bin and he was in my fucking bread bin. Like, <laughs> wow. This guy is just everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just on it. And I'm like, that, that's, you know, that's, who, that's the examples that you need to be following. Do you know what I mean? And I, and I sort of look at a few of the um, better known businesses. I'm like, they're absolutely dialed in and killing it. Do you know what I mean? And, 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 it, and it's what you were saying before about community. If you're going to be a solo entity, you can only go so far. And Absolutely. It's like a big cake. You can't eat it all. It's always better to share because you make more friends. Do you know what I mean? And just going, yeah, I'll, I'll just smash every single slice. Um, but you, you talked about your races um, and holding yourself to account. What races have you got coming up and, and what, what's that about? Okay, yeah. So I've got... Um... I've got a 32 miler in uh, the Brecon Beacons on the 2nd of May. Uh, so that'll be a laugh. And then, uh, yeah. And then um, on the, I think it starts on the 12th of June. I've got a 106 mile race through Snowdonia with a 50 hour cutoff. So oh, that, that one's, that one's going to be cheap. I think that's got 10,000 meters of elevation gain in it oh. as well. So that, that's not one where you can kind of turn up and be like, yeah, I'll just cut off the rest. Turn up with your silver shadows um, on. Right, who's first? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's something you like, you know, as we were talking about before, you, you've got to train. Otherwise, you're going to get found out and you're going to, you know, it, it, it's all well and good failing. And if you if you put the preparation in and you still fail, you know what? At least you're in it. You, you're, in the, you're in the fight as such. But, if you don't give yourself the best possible chance of succeeding, then, you know, yeah, more for you. Which one? Um, I love Snowdonia. That's where I pass my ML. Um, it's almost like my second home. What, what's, uh, what's that race called? Is it, it's not a dragon back, it's, is it? No, it's called the UTS 100. So it's, I think it's the third year of it. So they do three races. They do a UTS 30, UTS yeah. 50, and a UTS 100. So obviously I was like, well, if you're going to do something, you go big with it, don't you? Yeah. So Go big. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so uh, that, that one should be a laugh. That'd be class. And is it is it waymarked or do you have to nab it as well? Just add a bit more spice? No, it's, it, it is it is waymarked, but they do suggest that you know how to nab because 
I think a lot of these ultra races, what they're finding is people are actually tampering with like the way markers. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, brilliant. So, um, so they're just kind of like they're, they're moving the way markers, and people are getting lost. So they're all, they're they're basically saying you need to check nav the way round, otherwise you can't be you know it, it, you might end up somewhere, especially at three o'clock in the morning on top of you know it's not ideal, is it? Yeah. Yeah, there's so many people now. Like, um, I don't know why we don't learn that. Like, we don't teach now because the fundamentals of life is knowing where you are at all times. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And which way you're going? And yeah. Which way you're going? Like, you should always have a clue. Um, and so many people now, and this is a funny story, and I hope the guy listens to it because I still chuckle about it now. I was once in a car park in the Lake District in the Langdales, and he obviously must have set his watch up, his GPS Gucci thing, and his first way mark must have been the entrance to the car park, and when he'd come in the car park, he'd come all the way to the very end. But when he turned his watch on, his watch was like, you need to go to the first waypoint, which was at the bottom of the car park. So yeah. he walks past me, down, and he's looking at his watch, and I've sort of gone, I think I know what's going on here. So I'm watching with interest. He gets to the bottom, turns around and walks back on himself. And oh. I was like, and he comes past me and I'm like, ah. I was like, how's the nav? And he went, oh, it's shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, do you know what I mean? I was like, how can you just follow something so religiously and not just So blindly. Hang yeah. on a minute. I don't want to go down next. I don't know where that is. I'm going this way. But there's, there's so many people, man. I mean, I mean, I love getting out there and come this job. I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a proper crack. And obviously you being ex-Royal Marine, um, you, you'll be proficient map reader. Obviously you might have to sort of reteach yourself and have a bit of a... Yes. Have a bit of a, um, it's like any skill or rust, isn't it? If you don't practice it all the time, it becomes rusty. Uh, and we all happens to rust. It fucking falls apart at 3 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Exactly. That's exactly it though, isn't it? It's about, it's about not letting the ego get in the way, going, well, I used to be really good at this 10 years ago. It's like, yeah. that means you're dog shit now, dude. Yeah. You need to like take your ego out of it and be like, actually, I probably need to spend an hour or two just brushing up on this yeah. because at three o'clock in the morning when I need yeah. it most, that's when I, I need to be on the ball with this, you know? Yeah. No one wants to hear me story of fucking quite the fuck about when I was good at it 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, nice one, mate. Yeah. Where are you now? I don't know, mate. I ain't got a clue, mate. Somewhere in Wales. All right. Sound. Yeah. Uh, let, us, let us know how you go. No, I look forward to seeing them photos, mate. I think that's amazing. Um, Snowdonia is a proper, uh, you know, proper, proper country. Real, real. Feels like yes. dinosaurs. Like anyway, now you think anyway now T Rex has come around. That yeah, <laughs> I need to think. Love about, it. I need to think about fight or flight. <laughs> um, that's that's what I think. Plus, we're flying through this mate, so um, we'll move straight on to the uh, five watts. So yes, uh, the first one. Um, what's the greatest advice you've been given apart from don't eat yellow snow? I, I, damn it, that's what I was going to say. He said to the missus, like, that's what I'm going to say. Um, so, um, you know what? We, obviously, you sent me these questions last night, and I had a little think about it. And, um, and I, I, you know, you get given so much advice. I couldn't genuinely think of, like, a single piece of advice which someone said. So, uh, Gibbo said, well, why don't you, you know, something which means a lot to you. And uh, I won't, obviously, the, the whole quote, but it's the whole Teddy Roosevelt quote. It's about being in the arena. Um, if you fail, better to fail and be in the arena, then it's easy to be the man on the outside just kind of looking in and, and mocking and, and laughing and that. Uh, so if anyone's interested in that quote, look it up online. Uh, yeah, but it's I, not, I always try and think about that. You know, if I'm worried about failing or putting yourself out there, I was like, 
you know, as I do on social media or on YouTube and that, yeah, you might, you'll have your detractors, but if you're in there and you're, you're chasing your dreams, awesome. It's better than that, than people on the outside who are basically not doing a thing, that's to a, put it bluntly. That's a fair, fair point. And uh, second one, man, uh, what's on the bucket list, either as a business or as, as, a, as a family unit? Uh, you know what? It's um, the bucket list. There's, there's loads of little things which I'd love to get done. You know, the whole like swimming with sharks in South Africa, all that stuff. But in yeah. an in, in overall, I just want to me as a, as a family. You know, me, yeah. Gibbo, and our two dogs. We just want to keep living life on our terms. Uh, the bucket list is is that is as long as we can, we're happy with our with our days. Uh, and for in business wise, you know, if we can keep growing Greenberry Coffee Company and, and and keep building community where we're, you know, we're all, we're here to listen to each other, to talk to each other, especially in light of, you know, the whole mental health thing, which has really kind of come in the last few years. Yeah. You know, if we can, if we can help one person or someone enjoys our coffee, then uh, we're winning. Hashtag winning. <clears throat> hashtag winning. Hashtag best life. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I think that's, uh, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's a great point. Um, do you know who Helen Barnett is? I heard her on the Alleycast the other day. She she was a police officer and she uh, she she was talking about the difference between the military and, and, and the police sort of and the mental health aspect. For me, I, I don't know why I was so slow on getting on top of this issue. Like uh, in breaking news, when something really bad happens to you, you struggle physically and mentally. <laughs> nah, I know, yeah. Nah, just just get on with it, fella. All right, then, no problem. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. <laughs> That, that's the attitude, you know, isn't it? Just like, oh, man up, get on yeah. with it. And you're like, hang on, this, we've, we've got to start delving deeper. And luckily now, yeah. you know, it's, and it's, and that's, and that, that's not just, that's not just for, for veterans or for serving military guys. You know, yeah, there's so many jobs no. out there now. In everyday life, people are under such stress now. We live in like 2020 and it's like, you know, steal a quote from Gary Vee. It's the best time to be alive, but it's also yeah. the worst time to be alive. And yeah. uh, I think so, everyone does so many stresses now that we've just got to start being a bit nicer to each other. And we've got to start understanding each other instead of being dicks. So, you know. Yeah, no, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, this is always a, a bit of a weird one. Um, what's been your toughest day? <clears throat> toughest day, right. So the toughest day, for, again, I, I gave this some thought and I, I was kind of struggling. And then uh, we, we, I, I kind of thought of it and, and my wife agreed with me that I was just find going back to work on a rotation, really, really tough. So, you're going away for eight to 12 weeks at a time, sometimes even longer. And to say goodbye to someone, knowing that you're not going to see them again for that amount of time. And that's if, you know, again, like we said before, you're not guaranteed to, to make it to the next day and whatnot, especially when you work in hostile environments. That I always find those days really, really difficult where you knew it was coming and then you had to say goodbye at the, you know, be it cliched at the airport, the train station or, or whatnot. It was, uh, yeah, I used to find those days horrendous, to be honest. And obviously I'd put a bit of a Dell on as well, just to try and emphasize how sad I was. But, yeah. No, it's it's a very that's a and for those people who've never done that, and I don't mean about like you know duty duty boyfriends going to Magaluf for a weekend, but I'm talking about <laughs> serious like um, separation operational tour for me. I, I always remember my my first Herrick tour, um, sort of going down to see my mum and my family, walking in, everyone was in floods of tears. I was like, mm. still a yeah, like, it's hard, man. Yeah, and, and it's a countdown as well. It's like, it's not just the day that you go. It's like, oh, it's my last Monday at home. My last, and it's like, yeah. 
this big looming day, and it's like you, you never want it to come. And but yeah, it's 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 really it's really really hard. And I think anyone who's been in the forces or anyone who works away offshore, security, whatever they do, they all appreciate that. You know, oh, that final week or that last couple of days before you go, everyone's on eggshells. You can't really do anything. You can't really plan anything. But yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit of a shit. Um, it's hard, man. Next one, mate. Uh, what's been your happiest day? Uh, again, I, I give this loads of thought, and I, I was like, "What's been the happiest day?" And then, obviously, you know, Gibber was like, "When we got married." I was like, "Yeah, of course, when we got married." Uh, yeah. No, it's um, you know what? I've been I've been very lucky in my life that I can't I can't pinpoint one happy day. I I, I feel very blessed, and I have good days. I've 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 got loads of happy memories. So I think it'd be doing an injustice to pinpoint one. I've just you know what? I've, I've yeah, I've, I'm I'm a pretty happy dude. So I've had some good days. Yes, and, and and happiness is is almost subjective. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm sure when you when you passed to you know when you passed to Royal Marine, uh, obviously that day was emotional and, and, and all that sort of good stuff. Getting married again, it's very hard to sort of go. You know, it was definitely that day. Maybe since the day you buy the the best VW camper ever. Maybe who knows? <laughs> exactly, bro. Yeah, who, who knows? Yeah, that's that. That's my goal. That's all I want. That's all I want. Just want an awesome VW camper with a big eagle on the side of it. Yes, and it's and it's job done. Uh, Living the dream. Final one, mate. Uh, what's next, either for you as a as a family unit or <clears throat> as the coffee company? Uh, so the coffee company, we're just going to keep doing uh, doing our thing. We've got a few new uh, products lined up for the rest of the year. Uh, probably the next two or three months when I get back to UK and we can kind of give it the final. Uh, Nice. Final sort of like thumbs up. Uh, as as a family unit or as the nomadic veteran, um, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. We're, we're seeing the world. We're seeing different cultures. We're back in the UK in April for about eight weeks. And then from there, we're just still narrowing down where we want to go or what, you know, what next country. So um, we're just going to keep, I'm trying not to look too far in the future. We're just kind of, you know, every day at a time and, and just keep exploring, man. Yeah. and 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 that's, that's what it's all about. I think uh, you, you've hit the nail on the head there. So, uh, Russ, I'm going to thank you very much for your time. I know you're out there in, in, in Belgium, which you now own. So, um, all the best. Hey, yeah. <laughs> good, good, good luck with that. Um, Thanks for having me, dude. Uh, look, no, it's, it's, it's brilliant. And for people listening at home, you can make changes. We're not stuck in any situation that can be unchanged. Anything can be mm-hmm. changed um, from... from happiness to jobs to life to, to, to all of it you can truly live the life you want to live if you're prepared to for one eat a few shit sandwiches uh and and stop buying into um gucci and audis um and, and take it from there russ where can people find you on social uh okay if you're interested in coffee uh which like we said most of the people are uh Greenbrae coffee co on instagram and facebook if you're interested in watching myself for my wife and my two dogs to kind of get up to some crazy shit in Europe at the moment. Um, and we're just documenting our travels, the ups and downs. Again, it's life isn't perfect all the time. Uh, the Nomadic Veteran on YouTube and Instagram, please. Amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been Russ from the Green Beret Coffee Company. I drink it and I'm Ali. So if you're not drinking it, you need to start. <laughs> you, need to start. you need to start drinking now. Go and get all the Nescafe and the Kengo, throw it in the bin. It's all gash anyway. Pour it down the drain. Yeah, get, get rid of it. Get yourself over to Russ, get it ordered. Um, support local business, support veterans, and uh, eventually 
the world will be a better place. Uh, Russ, thanks very much for your time. Awesome, uh, dude. I'm still wa- working on the next awesome guest, but there's uh, some absolute unbelievable people coming on. <clears throat> it's all about getting that message out there that we can, we, we can change if we're ready to change. Russ, thanks very much for your time, mate. It's been Cheers, Keezer. Next one. Cheers, my friend. Bye. Ladies, dude. Great. Bye.